All right, so uh, it's episode one. All right. <laughs> Who, uh, introduce yourself, man. Uh, my name is Mike. Mike. And, uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> any uh, nicknames you have? Uh, just Mikey. Nice. All right, Mikey. Uh, Mikey from In The Pit Podcast. Right. It's our first one, and you're a little bit uh, nervous about it, huh? I totally am, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, just, we're just talking, uh, dude. Right. <laughs> it takes a while to get used to it, man, but uh, right. I'm Rick. Uh, I also produce uh, La, Quipa, La Clica, see? <laughs> La Clica yeah. podcast. So I'm going right. to fuck up more than anything uh, else. Right. So just, you'll notice that. Right. And um, so we decided to kind of uh, come together and talk about uh, your past mostly. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you, uh, you were in the scene for, for a good while. Yeah. I got in the scene, I think, in right about 1981. 1981. Um, summer, summer of 80. Two, maybe. yeah. I mean, eighty-one, eighty-two. Nice, man. So you've been yeah. in it for a while. Yeah. You, you, and uh, you know, you you photograph quite a bit of bands, right? I have, yeah. Nice, man. That's yeah. cool. So, uh, so where did you grow up? I grew up in South Bay in Redondo Beach. Redondo Beach, right? Oh shit, dude. yeah. What what uh, what, what what was the scene like back then? Like the the growing up in Redondo Beach before like uh, your punk days. Um, just a bunch of jocks, a bunch of surfers. No shit, dude. Yeah. And did you surf or do any of that shit? I did. Um, I got my Mohawk when I was about 12 years old. Oh, shit. And uh, all the PV boys and uh, all the surfers yeah. uh, didn't really like me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got along with them all, and then as soon as I got my haircut, they, I was different. No shit, so, dude. Yeah. Well, what kind of haircut did you get? I had a Mohawk. Oh, shit. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't you like that? Uh, they were jocks. Nah, that's you, true, you know. man. <laughs> See, like, like yeah. I had hair, and when I colored it, I... I Automatically became Diablo the Devil. Oh, to you right. know, to my to my. Uh, I used to play baseball, so all my oh. everybody on my team was like fucking Diablo and what? like why? What the hell? <laughs> like just kind of like death metal music and punk, dude. But they they don't get it. A lot of those guys don't understand that shit. Right. And uh, I don't blame them. You know, they're gonna poke fun at you, but um, or be you know, do other shit. But right, fuck them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other day, fuck them. You know, that, exactly. that's I think that's what the spirit of uh, punk rock is to be different. Absolutely, it is. And uh, so, uh, what got you into into the music? Um, my brother. I remember my brother getting the Black Flag album, nice, yeah. um, the Damaged album. Okay, I think it was uh, the end of '81, and I used to break into his room. <laughs> it was. I remember it was summer school time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I remember breaking in his room and turning his his turntable up really loud. Oh, and yeah. My mom didn't even mind it. Oh, you shit, know, my yeah. mom was sitting was sitting in the kitchen. And I just turn it up, and mm. she she was cool with it. Really? Yeah. Man, a lot of parents yeah. won't be like that, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what what was it about the music that like it? What got you into it? Like what 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 drew you to it? It was it was just since it was so fast and so the lyrics were just mm-hmm. just so good. Yeah. You know, I related a lot to it more than than you know anything else. Yeah, is that that relation? Like I know. Um, Besides my friends listening to it, what got me into it was um, it was different than what everybody else was listening to. Right. I actually liked the people who listened to it. I got along with them. Right. I you know I got along with a lot of the guys who were into hip hop and rap and stuff like. But I didn't feel that music. I didn't feel like a connection to it. I felt more of a connection to the punk side, and not necessarily just punk, but just that type of music and that scene. You know, I got along with those people. The weirdos. Um, you know, they they weren't spending money to look a certain way. Right. They were they were them. They're pure. They're not faking something. 
And I felt like uh, most of the other most of the other people I grew up with were faking it to a certain way, you know, to a certain point. Right. Um, we had the cowbangers who mm-hmm. spent a lot of fucking money on their cowboy boots and oh. <laughs> shit like that. But if you're like a true uh, punker, where I grew up at least, it doesn't matter what the fuck you're wearing, dude. Nah. You know, it wasn't about the fucking chains and the bracelets and the fucking shirts. It was just you. Right. You know, I, I don't know how it was back when you grew up, but. Right, yeah. Was, where did you grow up? Uh, Huntington Park, right here in L.A. All right. Yeah, it was, Um, you know, it was, there was, you know, it didn't really matter what you wore. I just wore yeah. torn jeans and, and a flannel. Yeah. You know, and that's just basically what all the. Yeah, all the, the grunge look. Yeah. The grunge look. <laughs> before, yeah, before grunge, it was definitely the grunge look. <laughs> but you know, it, it's funny you say it because. Like we would hang around people who just they didn't they loved they loved the music or they just liked being there and it probably wasn't even about the music it was probably just just to be there in that scene with your friends enjoying right. the same fucking thing I I believe you know right um, I wasn't like I, I didn't label myself with anything I was just me and I liked punk I liked death metal you know I I liked some hip hop you know I liked Cypress Hill right oh which yeah which is different than, than the normal shit everybody's listening to but it hit it hit me dude you know right. Um, what else about like where Donald Beach came to me back in those days? Um, there was there was not much of a scene. You a lot know. of skaters. Um, there was a bunch of skaters. Yeah. Uh, how were they, um, how were they uh, dressed? Um, same way that a bunch of them had shaved heads. No shit. You know, it was uh. just it was kind of just a thing. That's weird because like where I grew up, um, skaters got you know fucked with a lot. Really? Like they looked at you like like what the fuck, and they'll steal your skateboards. Oh. You'll get, you know, beaten up, shit like that, dude. It wasn't, it's not like nowadays where everybody's fucking skating. Right. Back then, it was only a select few. Um, I had a, we were little kids and we're at the dead, not that end, but the end of my street, we were skating right there by the train tracks and this pickup truck pulled up and it's sitting there and we're looking at it and we're like, oh fuck, we're going to get jacked. So this guy comes out and he, he fucking roughs us up and he grabs, he steals my friend's skateboard. Right. And my friend's a little kid, and he just sat, he just stood there, fucking pissing his pants. Mm. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck, dude? You know? And I'm right. like, that kind of scared me from skating. Right. I don't want to get my ass beaten. I just kind of want to fucking skate, dude. But yeah, it's it's a whole different yeah. world, man. Yeah. Um. Is there anybody who got you in the scene? Um, like I said, my brother, my brother more or less listened to the music, and mm. then I started hanging out. With uh, my best friend Dirk, who's who's my roommate now, but okay. since I met him when I was twelve years old, yeah, and uh, went to my first Channel Three show, the first show I ever went Channel to was Channel Three. three. Um, the first show I went to was a Clash in the English Beat, but locally mm-hmm. it was you know it was the first show it was yeah. Channel Three. That's fucking dope. Uh, Channel Three. Uh, the funny thing is, I, I didn't know this until you told me about the band, and I looked up the uh, Huntington Park Punk Riots, mm-hmm. where I grew up. It was like. One of our claims to fame there is the fucking punk riots. Right. Soccer riots, too, and fucking <laughs> the watch riots and shit like that. But um, Channel 3 was on the on the lineup for right. yeah. that show that got closed down. It was right. supposed to be exploited, Suicide Tendencies. I think the Vandals were on there. The Vandals were on. It was yeah. Suicidal Tendencies. Yep. I think it was their first show. It was their first show, yeah. yeah. And they got fucking kanked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fucking yeah. trip, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And uh, 
yeah, it was it was fun, man. And from that first, it was in Hermosa Beach at an old movie theater called The Cove. The Cove. Where's that at? Um, now it's a Starbucks. Oh, shit. It's uh, by Hermosa Pier. Okay, yeah. It's right down, right on the corner right there. Yeah, there's another club there. I wanted to go take a picture of that. I won't say their name, but I thought that was it for some reason. Right. But, um, yeah, dude. What was it about Channel 3 that you liked? Um, just the lyrics. Mike uh, the, writes really well. Mm-hmm. What kind of what is he talking about in his lyrics? Just, just mayhem. Yeah, just no, just really, really relatable. Like um, he's got a song called "I Got a Gun," mm-hmm. and uh, they have a song called "I Got a Gun." Yeah, and it's just you know that's the first song that I heard basically from them listening to my brother's records, uh-huh. and uh, it was just he he writes really well. The music was really melodic and really just really cool. Really, yeah. Yeah, like for me, it was, it, for me, it's always been more about the music and the feeling you get out of the music, you know, right. versus the lyrics and what they write. I, I never cared for like lyrics. Right. Some things I do, but not everything. And uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, and he's actually clear on his voice too, on his vocals. Yeah. Not like other types of punk that I really like that you can't understand the vocals. The vocals a fucking instrument to me. Right. You know, you got like Litmus Green who he's fucking singing so fast. Oh yeah. You don't fucking <laughs> understand the lyrics. You got to, like, really read them. You're like, oh, he's talking about blowing up a fucking building? <laughs> like, I didn't know that. I don't support that, but I like the music. Right? <laughs> yeah. What kind of, uh, what kind of like, punk music do you like? Like, any, anything um, specific? Um, when I first got into it or now or? Whenever. Um, when I first got into it, I think, I mean, I like the Dead Kennedys. I like Channel 3, um, Black Flag, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, the Ramones, definitely. They were most like um, I had two older sisters and one older brother. Yeah. So I grew up with you know um, the Beatles and Jim Croce nice. from one sister and yeah. Pat, Patty Smith and the Ramones from another sister. Oh wow! And uh, my brother Black Flag and you know. So basically, your your family kind of influenced you. Definitely. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, what about like? Is there any other kind of music you like? Um, right now, I'm really li- I'm really loving the new Devil Doll album. Okay. And, um, but yeah, just, I love all kinds of music, really. Okay. Seriously, I do. What, what do you generally, like, find yourself listening to? Um, like, Devil Dolls on repeat right now. Oh, shit. And, um, yeah, basically that. And, huh. Yeah. You know, it's funny, you have a, a gift that I fucking wish I had, but you're able to recognize people on the spot, especially oh. where you work. Oh, yeah. You, you just like, you're like, that's so and so, like, how the fuck? He <laughs> looks like a fucking cab driver, dude. How the fuck? How can you tell who that is, man? Right. You have yeah. that memory, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I've always, I guess, my my friend calls me a fanboy or whatever no shit. it is. But, you know, I just, it's just, I, I know who people are and yeah. I recognize faces. Man, that's crazy, dude. I, I don't, man. I don't yeah. have that memory, dude. No. My, my memory capacity is, like, fucking far to the right, dude. I have no right. idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> uh, what, um, what, who's your favorite person you ran into? Um, Jello. No shit. Yeah, dude. Jello came into where we work. Oh yeah. And uh, it was, you know, I hear his voice. I didn't. I mean, he was getting out of a cab. Uh-huh. Um, he did a he did a DJ set. I think it was um, at the Queen Mary. Really. And he was getting out of a cab, and I hear his voice, and he's got such a distinct, recognizable voice. Mm-hmm. And like I was standing standing where I where I stand at the podium, and I'm like looking around because I hear his uh-huh. voice, and it's just like. <laughs> I, I mean, I got like a little, like, I got like a little schoolgirl. It's like no shit, dude. <laughs> and uh, he walked right up to me, and he he 
did what he does. Oh shit, dude. And stuff and tried to tip me and it's like, dude, you're my childhood. Oh, God, fuck. No. And he's yeah. like he's like, I can't tip you. And it's like, sir, I won't accept it from you. You are my childhood. Yeah. You know, and I said, I, let me get a picture with you. And I got that picture That's with awesome, him. Man. Yeah. Do they uh do you think they appreciate being recognized or do you think they're um, like, fuck, man, not again. <laughs> um I think yeah, Jello. I think really liked being recognized. Yeah, it's usually like the smaller guys. Like they're 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 big, but they're not like they're not up there. They're not up in the food chain. You know? Right. They're still, oh, yeah. They're still uh, putting in the work. Um, I, that's my fear. Is like I ran into uh, I won't say anything because I want to burn them, but I, I ran into somebody from Slayer that fucking uh, I idolize them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not a I'm not an ass kisser. I just go, you know, fuck mm-hmm. yeah. I gave him the fucking horns. Right. Gave him the horns back, and that was that was cool. But then you had this guy who ran up and he's like he's like fucking yeah man i love you guys you guys are the fucking shit and he's like hey that's cool can i just say bye to my wife real quick <laughs> but it's, right. you know i i don't want to be i don't want to be that guy dude yeah you know that's why i'm like sometimes i'll recognize recognize somebody and i'll just give them horns or fuck yeah dude but i'm not gonna fucking stop and right um you you're you're able to actually sit there and talk to them because they're coming yep. to you and you know, yeah. um, I ran into Merle, Merle Allen, really? uh, Gigi's brother. No shit, dude. And he was, his girlfriend was dropping him off. He lives local here. Mm-hmm. And well, he did. I'm not sure where he lives now, but he lived in Long Beach. And his girlfriend was dropping him off. And I was like, dude, can I get a picture? He's like, can I say goodbye to my girl right yeah. now? <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, sorry. sorry. <laughs> See, that's what I'm afraid of, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I, uh, uh, there's two times I've been starstruck at work. One was uh, Ramon. He was a porn star. Oh. Right? Um, this guy's like the ugliest Cuban fucking porn star ever, dude. But he has like the biggest schlong. Right? And I, I fucking recognized him, dude. I'm like, I, 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 seen, I seen like the, the funny clips of him. Cause he makes these faces. Right. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's fucking Ramon. And I walked up like, hey, fucking Ramon. Hell yeah, bro. And then he's all like, hey, what's up? You want a party? <laughs> We're fucking, we're, we're chatting it up because he's waiting for his ride. Right. And um, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm a fucking, I'm a fan of your work. And, you know, just, that's the only time I ever got like, like, like that. Like, right. where I want to fucking talk to him. And um, sure enough, this fucking car pulls up. Two hot ass fucking girls get out, run up. They're in bikinis. They fucking grab him. And he goes, he, he uh, hold on, beaches. <laughs> hold on, beaches. He goes, hey, you want to party? Give me a call. I don't know LA and I trust you. And right he gave me his fucking business card. I still have it somewhere. Right. And uh, I'm like, what? I was trying to process the whole thing. And uh, the next fucking day, I'm like, or I'm sorry, that night, I fucking text him. I go, hey, dude, it's fucking nice meeting you. Fucking, I'm Rick. Hey, if you need anything, give me a call. And this is 2002, 2003. No, this is 2003, actually. Right. And uh, I, get a te- I, I get a text message. He goes, hey, I'm going to another party. You want to come along? A lot of fine beaches. The way he spelled beaches, you know. <laughs> it's a porn fucking party. So I'm like, what? fuck, I'm at work. I can't go. Oh, shit. <laughs> I wanted to go so bad, but I couldn't. Right. And the uh, uh, second uh, person I ever been starstruck was uh, Ron fucking Jeremy, dude. All right. So he gets out of his car, and, and he's real frugal. And he had two trash bags with him. And I'm... I'm in my uniform across the way. Right. And I see him. I yell out and I give out the horns. Fucking Ron! <laughs> <laughs> he turns and gives you the horns back. And then he walks up. He goes, hey, can I, uh, is it cool if I, I uh, load right here? And I go, yeah, dude, fucking, you're the shit, dude. Go, man. I got you. And he, 
he fucking came back, and I guess he was going to Vegas for something. He's old as shit. I mean, he right. wasn't that old back then, but he's still old. And, uh, yeah, dude, I was like, you're, you're imagining, like, one of your heroes. Oh, that's what I told him. I go, dude, you're my hero. I got my... Fu- I got- <laughs> I got my fucking, I got my moves from you, my pelvic thrust. <laughs> and he started laughing, dude. He starts fucking laughing. And he gives me, you know, he gives me bumps and then fucking, he does his shit and he comes back. And uh, he goes, dude, that's fucking funny, man. That, that's funny. You got, you got, you got my moves. <laughs> Hope they've been working for you and he fucking takes off, dude. And he was in an old beater. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only two times I've ever been starstruck, dude. Right. Ever, man. It's it's a trip, dude. Yeah. I, I love running into people. You know, where we where we work, it's just it's yeah. it's so cool. And I'm not shy about walking up to anybody. Yeah. And um I, I guess I am like a little fanboy or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> you know, like um There's nothing wrong with that. I think there's, I think no. there's a right a right time and a right place to say certain things. Yeah. You gotta be able to read them. A lot of people who don't I mean, I've seen a lot of famous people there, dude, and and I, I'm not going to fucking bug them. You know, right. like, it's just me because especially the type of work I was doing back then, I didn't want to just jump in and fucking like, hey, hell yeah, you're so-and-so. Like, they look at you. I seen it done, and I'm like, that guy looks like a fucking dumbass. Did you ever see Lemmy come through? I seen him twice, actually. Twice? Yeah. Uh, told me about mm-hmm. him. Um, that he always used to have Lemmo come pick him up and, yeah. and stuff. And it's just like, dude, really? Yeah, he, um, he was cool. I mean, I never yeah. talked to him, but he was always fucking cool. He's really... Um, He's really friendly. I remember um, he gave something to us, and it was in a, it was of a one of those fucking weird movies that came out in, like the, not Toxic Avenger, but that series mm-hmm. or that that franchise. He came out something with him, and he gave us some fucking shit that he had. Oh right. Yeah. So it, it, wow. you mentioned that. I remember that. You know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, we I seen all the musicians coming out of there, dude. Fuck, it's, it's a trip. How yeah. many fucking people are there, dude? Yeah. Um. Anyways, moving on. Um, what are what are things that you like doing at shows? Like when you go, because there's a lot of people who just want to go watch the band. Yeah, they want to be in the pit. There's people who just want to cause chaos, and people just want to get drunk and hang out. When I was younger, I mm-hmm. I would just want to be in front of the stage, just watch the band. Mm-hmm. Now I'm old, so <laughs> yeah, I want to watch the band still, but yeah. you know, I'm kind of in the background. Yeah, yeah and. Uh, but yeah, it's you know uh, the first shows that I went to, my friend Dirk and I w- would like do ring around the rosy, like, oh god, and and stuff. And, yeah, uh, you know that'd, that'd be fun. That was what well, was one of the craziest uh, shows you've been to. Um, I I was gonna say the loudest show that I had ever been to was Motorhead. No shit, dude. And yeah, that was at the Hollywood Palladium. Um, it was Motorhead and I believe slayer and maybe Fuck. merciful fate or maybe it wasn't merciful how did you live man <laughs> yeah it was that was 80 more than slayer alone dude just yeah. fucking they're gonna fucking torture you dude yeah you know yeah. especially especially palladium it's it's a big place but it's not that fucking big for them you know right yeah i only been there one show there and i was like fuck this place got packed quick wow yeah 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 i think um the craziest show i don't really remember it Mm-hmm. But it was one of the riots that I had been in was Dead, Get, Dead Kennedys at Wilmington. Oh, shit, um, It was at the uh, Longshoreman's Hall. Oh, damn, dude. And, God, it had to have been, it was a Golden Voice show, and it had to have been, I think, 83, maybe. Really? Um, and, yeah, the cops came in and just, just fucked shit up. Really? You know? <laughs> yeah, they just, I mean, they were beating people left and right. Didn't oh, matter if you were a little teenage girl or a guy. Oh, shit, dude. 
you know, big Nazi skinhead or whatever, they were, they were just swinging on anybody. Fuck, man. That's kind of like the bad thing about those shits, dude. Yeah. That was, Especially back then. You know, I remember it was uh, Daryl Gates, the police chief, mm-hmm. um, didn't like punk rockers at all. Yeah. And so, it was 85, 86, I remember the uh, Black Flag and the Ramones at the Hollywood Palladium mm-hmm. again, and the riot happened. Fuck. And, uh, yeah, but it was, it, he, it was just, he didn't like punk rockers at all. Fuck. Not whatsoever. He lived in L.A. How much and, did you pay for that show? <laughs> um, it Probably $7, maybe 7 or 8 bucks. <laughs> all of Gary's show, Gary yeah. Tovar's Golden Boy shows. I remember the Toy Dolls went to a show in Pasadena. Um, the Toy Dolls, and I'm not sure, but prices went from seven fifty to eight fifty. Mm-hmm. And this was in the early 80s. Yeah. And um, I remember everyone getting mad at Gary because it's like, <laughs> dude, what are you ripping us off? Yeah, no and shit, shit, dude. And yeah. Now nowadays you're fucking you're lucky if you pay twenty five dollars for a oh, show. Oh yeah, man. seriously. You know, I, I mean, I, I got in when I was still like I think it was like eighteen bucks, dude. Wow, that was still a lot. You know, what? like oh yeah, my my first concert was a Green Day, right? Fucking Dookie show. I mean, right? I'm not ashamed of it. I love fucking oh. Green Day. Don't oh, get yeah. me wrong, but. Oh, yeah. It was like my first fucking concert, you know, a lot of fucking people, and I was I was a nervous fucking wreck, dude. Luckily, I went like with really good friends, and my my friend Bundy's a big fucking dude, so he took care of us. Right. All right. But we went up to the front. And it was like my first fucking pit, um, concert pit, which is way different than a fucking backyard show or a oh, fucking yeah. smaller venue, dude. Um, it was it was two pits. There was two pits in one, and then there's an outer pit. The two pits in one, one is going, the center of it is going one direction, the other one's going in our direction. Right. Like a bunch of different ants, and uh, it was fun, dude, you know, fucking just bouncing up and down. And oh, yeah. Fucking going in and hitting people, but you're not, like, destroying people, like a Slayer pit. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Slayer pit <laughs> is a whole fucking different story, man. Right. Uh, what was, um, I mean, how was it, both days, how, how were those shows? Those shows, they were fun, man. They were so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, stages were six feet high, mm-hmm. and people were being able to do stage dives and Fuck. whatnot. And uh, yeah, this place, Perkins Palace, had like a six foot, seven foot stage in Pasadena. And uh, this guy I, I had met just we used to meet a lot of people mm-hmm. just just hanging out in the scene. Yeah. And this guy, I I, I was Mike Mohawk, and he was Mohawk Mike. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he was killed. He, he, oh, he, shit. He did this. He was pushed off stage. He was in the middle of doing, you know, he was going to do a backflip, do a stage dive, and was pushed and landed on his head. Ah, oh, fuck. And, and was in the hospital for like six days. And I remember my brother, my brother was a photographer, and mm-hmm. took a picture at the Olympic Auditorium of him on stage. And so I told him that I had this picture. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, let's go, let's go get the picture. I'll give it to you now. And he said, let me go do it. I'll be back in a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on stage real quick and I'll be back. And I was like, okay, find me before the end of the show. And that's, you know, 20 minutes later, 10 minutes later, he was, uh, you know, the ambulance came. And, oh man, it sucks. Yeah. That was, that was. That's the danger of those fucking high ass fucking stages. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, and, but th- they were fun, man. I remember uh, Gary Tovar's show, Golden Boy show's. At the Olympic Auditorium, mm-hmm. you know, some of his shows were four thousand, three, four thousand people, yeah, and stuff, and it was just, it was just Fuck. insane. Man. <laughs> it was just really insane. See, like, I caught, I caught the ass end of those uh, days, where you went to the show and it was, you'll be lucky they had fucking lights on stage with gel colors on it. You know, right? that was it. Nowadays, it's like the whole fucking, you know, you have to have the fucking visuals. 
and all the fucking lasers and all that shit, dude. Like, me personally, there's certain music I like that shit in one, but like, like punk, I'm sorry, I don't like seeing that stuff, dude. Yeah, no, I, no. I like the lights, don't get me wrong, but lasers and all the fucking visuals and all that shit, oh, yeah. I, I could do without, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Taking pictures, the sage lighting is really cool. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you know when the lights are there. Yeah. but if <laughs> otherwise, it just sucks. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I like because you know I take pictures at shows now, and I'm finding myself cutting those lights out. Right. I like it on the on the performers, but I, I find myself when I do edit, I usually take out like the banners and the fucking all the the, the videos and shit like that. Dude, right. I I kind of just want to focus on the performer. Right. Um. I mean, you you've taken pictures at shows. What, what kind of what kind of uh, pictures do you like taking? Um, what do you mean? Like when you take a picture at a show, what do you what do you, what's your focus on? Um, mainly the singer. Okay. You know, I I'm, I'm all stage stuff, but mainly mm-hmm. the singer. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe if I got a really good, if I'm down really low and shooting up at at the guitar player. Yeah. And all, it's really cool. Nice man. Um, I I more or less focus singly on on like one person mm-hmm. instead of like a group shot. Yeah. that's how that's kind of how I am, and that's like a capture the uh, the essence of the crew or the group, right? Because that's that's hard to capture. Oh yeah, that's fucking hard. Yeah, and if you get if you're lucky enough to find a place with good lighting, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a key factor right there, dude. Had you ever been to the vault? No, no, not the, the vault. I, I had a press pass for the vault. No, um, this guy Joe used to throw shows, and. Oh my God! It was it was really cool. It was probably two thousand three. I had a photography part. Well, I was taking pictures, and this girl was taking pictures, mm-hmm. and we decided to get together, mm-hmm. and and you know just it was yeah. We shot shows together, and she got me the press pass for the oh, ball, fuck. and the stage lighting there was just insane. Mm. It was just I mean it was like you know uh, uh, five hundred. I don't know. I heard different different stories. Some. Mm-hmm. I remember B.B. King played there one oh, time, shit. and they said they had, like, a million-dollar sound system, which yeah. I don't believe it was a million-dollar <laughs> sound system. But 500, but the stage lighting, it was, like, a really professional club, and mm-hmm. it was just it was just beautiful to shoot at. See, I have the bad luck, and it's been my luck, is anytime I've gone to a good venue with good lighting, the performers never go in, the, they never step in the good lighting. Right. I'm always fucking, like, shooting from the fucking angles. I'm always looking for, for I'm always waiting for them to, like, step up to the light, and it never happens, man. I went to one show at the um, the the Roxy. They're well known for their lighting, right? And uh, and their sound, of course. But <laughs> I could these guys were not in the fucking light, dude. Wow! <laughs> I'll get like a glimpse, or when I when they're in the light, I, I'm taking a picture of something else, dude. So you got to refocus, and right. by then it's gone. You got to be on it, dude. I'm not that fast, man. No, I'm not either. Yeah, I like I like. All right, I'm gonna fucking take a picture. Uh, whoever fucking walks up right here, it could be the guy bringing him water. If he walks in this line, I'll fucking take a picture right? of him, dude. But it works, man. Any, uh, what are your favorite uh, pictures you've taken? Like, of um, who? Of who? Um, I remember I shot uh, a, a reincarnation of the germs. Okay. Um, played uh, with Channel Three and um, my friend's band Instigator, and a couple other bands at the Vault. Yeah, and that was really really cool to see. Oh man! And um, just seeing Pat Smear, oh, who, who's in Nirvana now, yeah. or was in Nirvana, and just you know a whole bunch of bands. Him and Lorna. Lorna's passed away now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shane West was the singer for him instead of Dar- yeah instead of Darby, and it was uh, just really cool. I think that was my favorite show. No oh, shit. Just historically to shoot. Uh huh. Did you take a lot of pictures or um, I where, did. Did, where, where did he film? Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was digital. Digital, okay. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, man. this was probably 2005, maybe. Okay. 
or so. And uh, we like film or digital better. Um, digital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never really shot with film, uh-huh. to be honest. And, yeah, yeah. It's different, dude. It's yeah. like I always wanted to, but it's it's a lot of fucking time. You got to carry a lot of fucking extra shit, dude. Right. And I mean, some people do it really well, and others like me, I wouldn't be able to do. I just I get lazy, man. Right. It's nice. It's, I don't even like fucking editing shit, dude. <laughs> I don't either. I really don't. It, it's it's hard, man. So, uh, punk music. What's what do you describe punk music as? Um, just fast and aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, I just like the thrashiness of it. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the eighties, it was just like you know, raw. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I remember I used to go to this small little club called the Cafe de Grand. Mm-hmm. Heard about it? And uh, seen everybody there. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody. Yeah. You know, and it was just so fun. Yeah. To, <laughs> you know, Social Distortion I used to see there back when, you know, Mike was 17, 16, no shit, 17, 18 years old, and, you know. Yeah, there's not a lot of people yeah. who fucking know those days, you know. Yeah. They hear nothing but the, the clean versions of them, and it's... I mean, nothing against the clean version, but, like, those raw fucking raw. days, dude, of early 80s. <clears throat> Me, that was the spirit of them, dude. That was oh, yeah. them. It was it was unrefined and just fucking came out so much better, I believe, right. than the clean, you know, the cleaner version of them. I, I don't know. That's just me, though. Right. No, exactly. Like, I remember seeing DRI mm-hmm. at um, <clears throat> at the Cathay de Grand. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Spike had to have been probably 15 years Fuck. old. And he was out in the parking lot, and he he was just taking a razor to his head. Oh shit! You know, and had like just bald spots on his head, <laughs> and it's just like, really? Shit, dude. <laughs> and stuff. And then I didn't know who he was, and then he mm-hmm. he was inside the club and seen him singing, and it's like, oh wow, dude. Yeah, fuck. That was they were really good when you know they still are good. Yeah, Dior is one of my fucking top favorite bands. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, I fucking uh, I went to like, a, I went to go see him at a show out, out at the. Um, Cool. Um, the Showcase Theater. Right. And it was me, my friend Bobby, and this other friend of ours. I won't mention his name because he's in jail for fucking killing somebody. What? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we went there, dude, and there was a bunch of skinheads, man. Right. Bunch of skinheads. Like, not the good skinheads. <laughs> not the sharps, the right. other skinheads. Right. And I was in there, and I was fucking getting, dude, I was getting pumped up, man. I was like 16 or 17. Right. Getting fucking pumped up, and I just went in the fucking pit. First thing, my fucking, first thing I lose is my shoe. Oh, right. Right, I'm in, I'm getting <laughs> bounced around by these big-ass fucking dudes, man. I was, I was skinny as fuck, and these guys were taller and big. I mean, you could tell these guys served fucking time. Right. And I was in there, next time I'm fucking, I'm over there, like, shoulder to shoulder, fucking slamming with these fucking oh, guys. Right they accepted me, dude. Right. And I was sober as fuck. I didn't drink back in those days, and... and <laughs> I remember I went back trying to get my friends come in and like, no, fuck that. Those guys look fucking dangerous, dude. <laughs> but fucking, that's the thing about the I love is they fucking draw you in. And in all honesty, they never sold out no, neither. You know, and not I, even. I don't like using that word sell out, but right. they never got that fucking big fucking deal. Um, they're still fucking doing it. They're still playing small places. Right. You know, um, like that's. They're thrash, but that's punk to me, dude. Yeah, you know. I think, in in my opinion, they were one of the first crossover bands. Yeah, that I mean, this corrosion of formity. Oh yeah, the and DRI were mm-hmm. the were like, yep, s- started off hardcore and then yeah. then were able to do the crossover. Yeah, some people like, I've heard it before where they think like Anthrax was, you know, just on the cusp of punk and thrash. Right, but I, I don't, I don't see that. I, I, I see them more as thrash. Right, and they're fucking badass no matter what. Right. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna hate on them. I fucking love those guys. Right, 
<clears throat> but uh, like, continue with your what's punk rock to you? I mean, is there any other description you could like think of for punk rock or? Not really. No, it's mm-hmm. just fast. I mean, what what got me into it was it was just it was just rebellious. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I was not accepted by my peers. Yeah. You know, uh, not really peers, but I mean, people I went to school yeah. with. I mean, I remember I was in. Um, sixth grade summer summer school sixth grade going in seventh grade and seventh grade year I had a mohawk no shit and I was the only one in, mm-hmm. at school in in seventh grade that was punk rock. Huh. <laughs> and there were eighth graders that were punk rock but I was only seventh grader and then my friend Dave Lilly moved up from Orange County and so it's like fine. yeah finally I got a friend that uh, <clears throat> I don't know, know why I could see was, you like I could see you in a theater watching uh, rock and roll high school <laughs> 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 was it, that, was, that was the name of the Ramones one, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see you like actually in the theater watching this shit. <laughs> you know, um, Hank, you met my friend Hank. Yeah. Hank was in Rock and Roll High School. Oh, he was, shit, he was an ex boy, he was an extra. Yeah. They filmed, Still. yeah. Yeah, it was. That's it was, fucking cool, man. Yeah. There are not a lot of people who can say that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> I, don't know, I, 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 I can picture you back in those days, kind of. Because, <laughs> like, when I grew up, um, I don't, don't want to say punk was mainstream, but it was getting popular. It was coming out on TV or on the news. Right. You know, like they they went Fox News undercover went to oh, two yeah. of our shows and right. you know they talked to the wrong fucking people, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, they're like <laughs> they were like the I don't want to call them poser. I hate that fucking word, but they were the uh, the people who went to Hot Topic and fucking played the role. Right. One. I mean, you talk to them now, they're probably they're not. They forgot about those days. So I don't, I don't want to say that shit no more. Those those are those type of people. But. um I don't know, like for me, yeah. punk rock's always just been like part of the scene. Like it, it's, it's heavy, it's fast, it fucking gets you fucking moving, gets you pumped, it gets your fucking blood flowing, right. dude. And, right. You know, it makes you want to fucking get in that pit and dance or fucking just move along. Um, it's, to me, it's never been about the politics of it. It's never been about the message behind it. It's always just been the fucking that raw energy. And like I said earlier, I don't like this fucking clean version of. Of music, dude. I like that gritty shout. I like the mistakes. Right. You know, I yeah. like the fucking dog barking in the background. You know, <laughs> I love that shit, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the first uh, CDs I ever had was uh, um, somebody's gonna get their head kicked in compilation. I had uh, I had everybody on it. Social distortion. Right. Yep. You know, I had I had the, everybody. Aggression the was blades, on it. Yeah, the, the blades. blades. Had yeah. everybody, and I loved that fucking rawness of it. I've heard social distortion before that. But I fucking I I fell in love with that raw raw version, that fucking the first fucking the first takes right from them dude and, and you can't find that the adolescents were on it too right the adolescents never sold out but they, um, they had that same style I loved it dude oh yeah you know I didn't care that they're from Orange County right or anywhere I fucking I love it I used to fucking listen to that shit over and over dude yeah. Yeah, when when I like something, I'll listen to it just on repeat. Yeah, and it, you know, if, since I was a little kid, mm-hmm. and and still to this day, I do I do that. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll find like little gems every once in a while, record stores, dude, and fucking I, I'm like, dude, let me listen to this shit. The the one record I gave you, dude, oh, yeah. that was fucking badass, oh, man. Yeah. Oh my god, the American Youth Report. Yeah, I, you told me you yeah. had it. Like, holy shit, you gotta have it, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I had it when I was a kid. Well, I stole it from my brother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I I I. I Came up on a lot of records from my brother and mm-hmm. and uh, from my family and all, but yeah. Was... What's the first uh, album, cassette, fucking record? What's the first one that you ever bought, like with I, your own fucking money? I remember, um, remember the first one I remember buying 
we went to what was it? Uh, Recycled Records. Mm-hmm. It was um, up in uh, Palos Verdes. There was one in Hermosa Beach. Was the one in Palos Verdes, and uh, I bought the Bad, uh, Bad Brains okay. uh, album, a record. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, shoot. That's the first one I remember buying, and I was probably maybe thirteen years old. No shit, dude. But I remember spending my own money on, on yeah. the Bad Brains. Man, dude, those guys influenced so many freaking bands out oh, there. Yeah. I've never, um, and I don't want to say this, but I never really liked them. Like they're they're good and all that stuff, but I just never had that connection to their music whatsoever. Right. But they're I'm not saying they're a bad band at all. Right. I you know, I dig their music, but I just never been a fan. Right. You know, and I, I think that's kind of like my my problem. I mean, it's a big problem, I think, that I I like certain music, but I'm not a fan of theirs. You know, right. for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. I I the the early stuff I loved. Mm-hmm. Um. The later stuff, I didn't really. Yeah. I you know I I I find what I like and. I'm stuck on that. Mm-hmm. Like the newest stuff, I didn't. Yeah, you know, it's 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 hard, man. Cause um, like I never been a fan of the specials. All right, never been a fan of theirs until I heard. <laughs> I'm really visual when it comes down to music, right? Uh, except for live shows, of course. But they came out on a fucking insurance commercial, the music, what? and I'm the song kept playing in my fucking head dude i kept it, it wouldn't go away I get, songs just music gets stuck in my head a lot right and it kept fucking just playing over the beat like fuck what song is that dude <laughs> um one of my one of my really good friends spooky he was helping me on my house and i asked him hey what do you want to listen to dude i'll put it on he's he's an old school uh, punker too man he know he knows all that shit dude right and I, I didn't want to play my music. Um, I go, fuck it, your choice, you know. And he goes, fuck it, throw in the specials. I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> and that song came on, and I was like, oh, shit, that's that fucking song. <laughs> so I started listening to this fucking specials again. Like, oh, you know what? I, I don't know why I didn't like this shit, dude. Right? What was it about it? That I don't fucking <laughs> like, man. I don't get it, dude. But do you ever have do you have any music like that where you're like, like that you don't like uh, per se, the band, but you like a certain song or two. I not off the top of my head. I can't think of any. But there's some, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. I don't know. Like certain. Like growing up, I fucking I was very like. Um, if somebody felt really ingenuine about what they're doing or what they're listening to, or they're just doing it because it's the fucking cool thing to do, I didn't like that shit, dude. And they would get away. And a lot of the kids that I saw like liking like the specials or different, you know. Was it two tone music? Uh, a lot of that ska stuff. They they just felt really ingenuine. I fucking I kind of always pushed that genre away, like ska, and like for the very long time, dude. Right. Um, until I went to like my first ska show, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck am I fucking thinking, dude? Wow. I hate this. Right. Why am I hating this shit, dude? Right. Because <laughs> it's a fucking Joker wearing a shirt that I fucking like. <laughs> but it's yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, but. What what are you, what are some of your favorite bands out there? Um, right now, I I just like I said, I really love the new Devil Doll album, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know I'm just, I'm stuck. Just I listen to the same shit over and yeah. over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just I mean I've got uh, Sirius XM radio, and so I listen no to, listen to that, listen to the punk rock <laughs> channel, and uh, but yeah, basically. Yeah. Is there any any like band or any song that like that is like your go-to for everything, dude. You just got to throw it on no matter what. Like, if you're like, fuck, I don't know what to listen to. Fuck, I'm going to listen to this. If if I'm in a bad mood, 
I think, just drug me by the dead Kennedys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah, just insane. Yeah, I love the Dead Kennedys too, man. I, I, but they're they're also one of the fucking bands I can only listen to so much. Right. You know, I I love everything about them, but I cannot go on a binge and listen to them for you know hours on end. It has right. Like three or four songs, and I fucking like like what's that song? A uh, drunk uh, police drunk. truck. Uh, police truck. And then too drunk to fuck. Right. Dude, those those are like my go to man. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but a guy that I never, I didn't have their CD or their cassette for a long fucking time. A lot of my friends would pass around like cassettes with songs recorded on them. Right. Uh, I don't know, our, our, our version of mixtapes, mix I guess. Right. And I, I just fucking, I didn't like some of the songs they would put on. They're like, how'd you put this other song on here, dude? But yeah, man. Well, I, I remember being a kid in uh, KXLU Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Adam Bomb had a show. Um, Pat. Hode, um, who's in who was in Baharia, uh-huh. um, whole bunch of bands, Nip Drivers, and um, Nip everybody. I when when I was a kid, everybody used to like tape the radio show, yeah, <laughs> because it was called the Final Countdown, oh, and shit. you know it was just just old, yeah, you know, man, dude. See, I missed out on all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I used to do that too. Like fucking when I was growing up, I wasn't into punk at that point, but I was like Power One Hundred Six. I'll fucking record whatever or K Rock. I'll right. record something. And I'll fucking try to get it at. You know, right before they speak, dude. Right. <laughs> before yeah. they introduce her, they close off or whatever, or the next <laughs> song comes on, dude. Right. But, um, yeah, fucking, I, I have, like, so many memories going by, by right now. Right. Um, like, I remember, like, one of my favorite fucking shows back in the day was, uh, it was a Litmus Green show. Right. And, dude, this guy just had a fucking gift, man. He will fucking pump up. He, had, he was singing, and he had this fucking toy bone. Right. And then he just fucking, da, 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 da. like, how the fuck can he sing that fast, first of all? <laughs> and he's somewhat clear. You right? know, you could understand some of the lyrics. It was all fucking anti government and, you know, blowing shit up and all that stuff. But I didn't care about that. It was just a fucking movement, dude. Yeah. yeah. And all that. Um, you know, they, they fucking, they played with uh, Division and fucking Total Chaos, dude. Final Conflict. It was a fucking badass show, dude. Yeah. Um, like, you've been to the Hong Kong Cafe and stuff like that, too, right? I, I had never been to the Hong Kong Cafe. Yeah, dude, no. I, I keep finding, I keep, Finding a lot of stuff about it, like fuck, I never, I don't remember. I remember going to the show, but I don't remember the show. Right. And it was in, of course, fucking Chinatown, you know. And like, I remember <laughs> I walked by one and I go, "Why is this place so fucking familiar?" And then years later, I found out that was the Hong Kong Cafe, dude. Wow. It was just a fucking trip. And um, like like the shows I went to growing up, a lot of backyard shows. You know, they might have like ten bands lined up, but only two fucking get to play before the cops get right. there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever did you go ever go to like backyard shows or? Um, I did. Uh, Nip drivers used to play a lot of a lot of backyard backyard uh, shows. How were they back and then? They were great, man. Mm-hmm. They were just such a fun little party band. Yeah. That I mean, you know, Mike Weber was the singer was just he was a character. No oh, shit. I love him. He was he was just <laughs> he's he's passed away. Oh. Um, but yeah, piece. he's yeah absolutely. Um, he was just he was just such a character. I remember, I met. Um, me and one of my friends were down by Pup and Taco, down by South High uh-huh. School, and uh, we met the art Nip Driver artist and the singer Mike Weber and Mike Renna, and Mike Renna invited us back to his house. Oh shit! And stuff, and it was just really cool. And then we went to the show that night, and it was just it was just insane. Huh? Really <laughs> was. And uh, it was I, we became good friends. Yeah. You know. You know, it's a trip. Like, you go to those shows, like, especially, like, in our high school area. 
I, I keep referring back to high school because that was like the days that right. I fucking I went out a lot. And uh, this is this is how you met people from other schools. You know, we didn't have fucking Facebook and all that oh, shit yeah. like we do now. <laughs> you know, you meet them at record stores that you know where the fucking where the flyers are put up at the store. Right. Uh, you know, you'll meet them there. You meet them at the fucking shows. You're like, hey, I fucking I seen you before. You know, and you make friends like that, dude. Right. Uh, I mean, I kind of wish it was still like that, but it has its you know downside as well. Right. But um, it, like the LA punk rock scene, like, like do you remember a lot of these squatters that would like be into it all? Um, yeah, there was in in Hollywood. There was a bunch of bunch yeah. of little squats. It was, um, it was a trip because they're yeah. like. Go there and cruise and shit, yeah. dude, and try to milk money out of fucking people. Yeah, absolutely. There was a uh, place called the Wig Factory mm-hmm. that uh, John Macias ran. Or, well, didn't run, but he was. Anyways, it was it was uh, mm-hmm. like a really well known. No oh, shit. And all and back in eighty one, eighty two, eighty three. Fuck. And um, I know the anti club was one like that, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's why I remember most of the squatters, dude. Right. Because right, right off of what Melrose. Right, right off Melrose, exactly. Oh, yeah, I just remember like that was a fun place, man. Dude, I, 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 I love the anti club. You know what? I, I I've heard so many stories out of it. I went there for for a few shows, dude. And that was fun, dude. It was yeah. fucking like I saw um, Yapple there, dude. Right. And uh, we had we had just got there for I think Division or Naked Aggression just finished up, and then Yapple went on after. If, right. if I remember right, I have a really bad memory, so don't fucking what? don't. Don't rely on my memory, right? <laughs> right. But um, yeah, like it was a female singer band, and they had just finished. Yapple went on, and I went with my friend, bringing this other friend of mine, and I was underage, first of all, right. and second, I was the sober driver, right, with no driver's license, <laughs> <laughs> and these two would get fucked up, and I would drive them home, right, right, because we all lived within within a block, and um, the and. This, and this is where it kind of gets hazy, but the anti-club, there's a hill behind it. I don't know if you remember. Right. If, I, if that's even correct. And we're walking out after fucking seeing Yabble play, and, and his blood was going, dude. He's he's a he's an actual hip-hop gangster guy. Right. But he loved the punk rock music, you know? He fucking, he, he, he got so pumped up. He's like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. I want to destroy something. Right. <laughs> and he... And this is gonna be outside the fucking uh, statute of limitations, right? <laughs> but he starts running down the fucking hill or whatever the down slope, and he fucking picks up a baby stroller that was left on the sidewalk to be thrown out. Right. And he finished running all the way down to the bottom of the hill, and he fucking throws it against a car, dude. And he goes, "Fucking punk!" <laughs> <laughs> and me and my friend Bar were running. We're like, "Holy shit, dude!" Like the fucking movies. We're like, dude, what the fuck? And, you know, it's one in the morning, and all these lights are coming on, these fucking porch lights. Right. And what the fuck is going on out there? <laughs> fuck you, man. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, he fucking, so we run to my friend's truck. We jumped in. I was supposed to be driving, my, but my friend's like, fuck that. I'm going to drive. He jumps into the driver's seat. I jump into the back, runs up and jumps into the back, and the truck wouldn't start. Oh, like shit. Like a movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> so these people are running towards us now and puts it in fucking in neutral and it starts rolling down the hill on its own he gets down to the bottom uh, it was an old Mazda but he gets down to the bottom of the fucking hill where the traffic signal's at puts it in park turns it on fucking pops on we take off dude. oh shit <laughs> so like one of the most punk rock things I've ever seen wasn't even from a fucking punker dude right <laughs> 
I was yeah. fucking funny, man. I missed those fucking places. Yeah, dude. seriously, yeah. Helen Helen was the owner of the anti-club, or she ran the anti-club. Yeah. But she used to let people in underage. Yeah. And stuff. And uh, sometimes she would, sometimes she wouldn't. And one of my one of my friends would go out with her daughter, who mm. was the bartender. And, um, you know, so we were all able to get in yeah. and stuff. And I remember one night she wouldn't let me in. I didn't have the money to get in. Oh, shit. And so I, was, I hopped the fence in the back mm-hmm. and it had barbed wire on top yeah. and, and, <laughs> and a circle wire dude <laughs> yeah and i got stuck it was dug into my leg and oh, i was hanging fuck. upside down and she came out and yelled at me she was, <laughs> had her finger in my face as i'm hanging upside down and my friend carlton had to come out carlton and um, probably my friend steve bramley or somebody lifted me up uh, and then carlton ended up taking i had to get stitches and oh, whatnot fuck, and, and all it was just but uh, uh, helen that was one of the last Memories that I have of being at that club. Oh was, shit, dude! Yeah, yeah. She did the intro. Um, my friend, my friend's band, Dad's a Punk. Their demo, their first demo that they had, they have a recording of her introducing them. Oh wow! At the anti club, right? You know, uh, this is Dad's a Punk, right? Because <laughs> that's what he spelled the name, and it was, it's part of their fucking intro song. Like, holy shit, dude! That fucking she's famous, you know? She's right? fucking, uh, she's awesome. She's an awesome person, if I remember. I remember uh, they weren't letting me in. and It might have been the same show. They didn't let me in. And then she goes, go around to the side, to the uh, gate, and right. I'll let you in from there. Oh, right on. <laughs> like somebody was watching them or what the fuck. But I got in, the, the, you know, later on, a few minutes later. Right. Yeah, but uh, was was another fucking club out there, man. Um, There's quite a bit. Um, there was. Um, I remember there was a cafe, um, you know, when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. then um, there was the anti-club. Um, Club Lhasa, Lhasa. Yeah. Um, you know, the music machine and just, uh, different, mm-hmm. different kind of clubs that had, uh, just different kind of punk rock music yeah. and stuff. But, um, anti-club was one of, one of my favorites. Yeah. You know. I remember, uh, what was the other one over here? The Alano. That's where I saw one of my favorite shows. Fucking mm-hmm. Total Chaos. Final Call. It was right here oh. off of, uh, Anaheim. I have a flyer upstairs for oh, it, so. Right. But uh, Poltergeist, Total Chaos, Final Conflict, wow. and I know I'm missing a few other bands, but they fucking played there. And I was, Dude, that was a fucking badass show. Oh, man. right on. It was like, you walk there and everybody's wearing fucking leather jackets, you know, <laughs> fucking spiked hair. And I'm like, dude, this is like my first like like hardcore like punk show that I went to like with known fucking personality. I guess Epitaph had just started. Right. And they were like signing these bands. Like Final Conflict and, and Total Chaos were... On Epitaph, they actually said it on one of the flyers I had. Right. So this is like one of their first show shows under Epitaph. So I'm like, fuck, they had a good sound, you know. Uh, Downhill Club um, kind of looked like a church with a stage and no seats. Oh well. That's how I remember it. And they're selling, you know, punch <laughs> in the back, right? <laughs> from you know, from the back of some guy's fucking box. Oh shit. <laughs> So it, this I remember, but like shows like that, dude, I fucking loved, man. I right. just I don't know what it was, man. I just those are the shows I I would gravitate to. And we had a No Can No Club here in East LA. Right. Um, they had a lot of, I mean, they had a lot of bands. I mean, it was nothing wrong with that place. Um, but it was the start of the uh, Hot Topic crowd. Right. Okay. You know, they were there because they saw it on the news, and then Hot Topic was a new store that mm-hmm. everybody's buying their shit from, dude. Oh yeah. And like I used to. I had a, I mean, I wasn't, a, I'm telling you up front, dude, I, I was not like a hardcore punk, right, and all that shit, dude, but 
I just hated fakeness. Right. You know, I hate it. You can, you can smell it, dude. Oh, yeah. But except if it, unless it's a really hot girl and then you accept it because she's <laughs> fucking hot, dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that. <laughs> Be like, hey, uh, we're going to go to the show, but don't wear that Green Day shirt, please. <laughs> <laughs> Here, throw on this fucking Final Conflict shirt or whatever it had, dude. Right. Like, like to me, like that music was never about the look, neither. It was just a feeling, you know. Yeah, definitely. That's that's one of the reasons I got into it. I think is because it was just it didn't matter, you know. Yeah. It, you know, you listen to the music. It wasn't about the scene. It wasn't about. Yeah. Cause what scene was? What other scene was out there when you were uh, growing up? Um. Like I said, mainly the surfers and, mm-hmm. and jocks. And they had a certain look and weight to them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had uh, the Rebels. Oh, yeah. Hardy Davidson boots. Expensive looks, you know? Right. But none of them rode a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> hey, look fucking dope. But where's your motorcycle at, you know? So, like, I hated any of that shit, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. You had the sports guys who fucking wore the starter jackets. Like, I had money for none of that shit, mm-hmm. dude. You know, and those are the guys that will make fun of the clothes you're fucking wearing. And then here you are. You have your metalhead. You have your fucking, your punkers. And then you have your, just your weirdos. And I felt like right in the middle. Right. <laughs> I wasn't metal enough because I couldn't afford fucking certain, you know, styles of music or anything. But punk rock shit, people just handed you fucking music. Hey, right. I, I record you something, dude. I love that shit about it, man. Yeah. And I, I mean, there's, there's other music out there like that. But back then, that was kind of my introduction to punk because... That was kind of the free stuff that everybody got around and gave away. Right. You know, you go to different shows and you'll get free fucking demos. Oh, yeah. Like, I wish I still had it, but the Yapple demo I had was a fucking giveaway, dude. You can't find that shit no more. Wow. I found I found a copy of it on YouTube, but it's not the same. Right. <laughs> what the fuck was I going to ask you earlier? Who's your favorite Care Bear? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know any Care Bears. Damn it. What about Smurf? Uh, um, I like Smurfette. That Smurfette. or pa- pa- Papa Smurf, too. See, I like you the know. trickster. The guy used to give away the little gift and it'll blow up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the little guy with the glasses, too. That was, he was, I, I related to The that. nerdy guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. I don't remember that show that much. I just remember uh, Gargamel, Smurfette, Papa Smurf, and then the fucking cat Asriel. Right. That's it. That's yeah. all I fucking remember from that show, dude. I think it was a little too old when it came out, or I just, it was, it uh, was didn't pique my interest uh, and stuff. So, I mean, I remember it being on Saturday mornings, yeah. but I was probably 15, 14, <laughs> 15, 16, and I just was, was... Dude, one thing that's ageless is fucking Tom and Jerry, man. Oh, yeah. I fucking love that show, oh, yeah. dude, that cartoon. Yeah. I was watching it at work the other day, man. I'm like, fuck, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, some of the shit they fucking came up with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and spike i like spike yeah the dog oh yeah dude yeah. fuck yeah man <laughs> all right and um so if you could put together doesn't matter they still are still there or not dude but if you could put put together a show right and it doesn't matter who but mm-hmm. who would you have play at this show and who's headlining mm-hmm. i always wanted to see the sex pistols mm-hmm um, you know, I just, I, when I, I grew up, I was, they, they broke up or they, uh-huh. they quit before I was, you know, yeah. into it. Um, but I've seen public image quite a few, well, three times. Mm. 
And, um, but and it was public image to the public image going? is the singer for for the Sex Pistols, okay. Johnny Rotten, mm-hmm. and uh, and that was I, they'd probably be number one. No shit. Yeah, definitely. Nice man. They they'd be headlining. Um, I would have liked to see the original Germs too. No shit. Um, that yeah. So those those would be my two. Anybody else? <laughs> um. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I just I, want those two yeah, fucking I, bands. You know. Um English bands. I love English bands. And and Golden Voice, Gary Gary was really good with bringing over the English mm-hmm. bands. Yeah. Um and like GBH. Mm-hmm. GBH would be Yeah. There. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, I seen them two years ago at Punk Rock Bowling. Really? In Vegas. And um Colin the singer is I mean, he's still Looking the same, mm. he's probably sixty years old now. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I remember my brother. Um, my brother was a photographer, mm-hmm. and he would go to uh, Gary, some of Gary's first shows mm-hmm. and get his camera in uh, Golden Voices first shows and get his camera in. And he was um, this guy. Philippe had a magazine. Uh, Philippe Bello mm-hmm. had a magazine, and my brother was a photographer for his magazine. Yeah, and so we went to go. It was an after show. Um, GBH played at the Olympic Auditorium, and then they had a little after show at the at the Cathay de Grand. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember, uh, like, my brother, I was like, GBH was like God yeah. back then. You know, it was just really, really cool. And um, my brother was interviewing him and got pictures of me with him and stuff. And that was mm-hmm. really cool. That was really fun. No shit, dude. Yeah. I learned uh, I learned about GBH from. Uh, I I used to be an admirer. Of all the patches on people's jackets. Right. And I remember, like, who's it? Why does it, GBH fucking um, conflict, you know, there, there's certain patches everybody fucking had. Right. And, like, I knew some of the ones already, but, like, GBH was one of the bands. I just I had no idea who they were, so I had to go fucking find them. And I'm like, I was amazed, but I could never find their music to buy. Right. Like, I always, like, I didn't have the money for it, but, like, all my friends, like, hey, do you have GBH? Like, no, I'll listen to them. I'll mm-hmm. listen to him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's, it's, but everybody had the yeah. fucking patches. Right. Dude. Everybody had the patchwork, all that shit. But that's how I found out about most of the punk bands. Right. Or right. free advertisement right. on people's jackets. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'd really like Vice Squad too. Vice Squad would be would be on. Uh. Um, Becky Bondage. Mm-hmm. You know, every she was one of the few female singers yeah. back back when I was a kid. Uh. And um, everyone was just in love with her. And it was just really, oh, yeah. They'd be, they'd be on there now. Now I remember who played. Uh, it was Snap Her. Oh, it was yeah. Snap Her and fucking Yapple. Now oh right, at, oh the female an, singer anti-club? at the Anti Club. Yeah, right. I just right now when you said that, I'm like, wait, yeah. fucking Snap Her, dude. That was like Snap Her, one of my favorite fucking. Um, I don't know. I always gravitate to like female singers. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like Snap Her, fuck, dude. Just the fucking mm. energy they brought, man. Right. You know, it's like fucking like I remember she goes, "I'm on my fucking rags. We're gonna fucking rock out." <laughs> it was like, dude, it was yeah. like fuck yeah, dude. I, I love that fucking rawness from people. Oh yeah, period. You know, but yeah, like damn fucking division. I loved um, uh, naked aggression. I oh mean, yeah, I love their fucking music. I don't care for the political message behind it, but I have a lot of respect for her, uh, for the band. You know, and she's oh, a I'm school sorry. teacher, right? We saw her. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. We saw her with American Jihad and <laughs> Yeah. But dude, those are yeah. even like those shows like that was fucking badass. Yeah, it was. Just, it, it it kind of you don't see people by their age anymore. You you feel like you're a teenager amongst other teenagers, right. dude. 
And I, I love that feeling. Um, I, I feel like I'm too old to go to those shows now, but I know it's not the fact, you know. Right. Um, when I saw you there, you I think I told you about it. You told me about it. Um, I think I told you, you about told it. You told me about it, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like right down the street, like, fuck, I could go to that. Right. <laughs> I walked it there, you know. I'm like, dude, that felt like, it felt like my, the old days, man. Like, right. I used to love walking to fucking shows, man. I, 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 I never cared for driving somewhere, dude. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, we used to go to, like, East LA was fucking popping for us, you know, for, for, for backyard shows. There's a band called um, Teenage Rage. Which, in the hierarchy of backyard shows back then, they were up there. All right. You know, they were um, SMD, fucking, uh, uh, same as my dad, suck my dick, what, I can't remember what else they stand for, Yapple. Mm-hmm. Um, Yapple stood for what, Young and Pissed Off or Youth Against Political Oppression. All right. Um, I like them more with Young and Pissed you Off. Pissed Off, yeah. <laughs> you know, you had, you, had, so you had only a small group of fucking bands that would play every fucking weekend. Different place in fucking in East LA, dude. And what I liked is it was always the headliners that play last, right. of course. But then like the the guys who are just getting up there, they would have to switch around because the shows would get stopped. Right. So you might not see that band for four weeks. Right. Because <laughs> the fucking show kept on getting stopped, man. How was it? Um, like how were the shows you went to? Like, um, did you gravitate more to like venues or like backyards? Um. I like backyard parties just because it was, you know, it was just more easy to. Less scrutiny? Yeah, much. <laughs> IDs um, and payments. Yeah. Uh, like Nip Drivers always played Torrance parties. Mm-hmm. Um, Pennywise would play uh, Redondo. Yeah. Redondo parties. And um, that was back, way back when. Yeah, no shit. And, um, but yeah, I, I love, you know, I, I, I used to have to find a ride to. To shows, either mm-hmm. venues or wherever. Yeah, and I remember you traveled from. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I remember taking a bus, the RTD bus, before it was Metro. It was RTD mm-hmm. and rough, uh, tough, and dangerous, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember um, taking up the Hollywood Palladium or taking it up to yeah. to the cafe. So you you took the number two bus. Yeah, um, I I I remember we caught it in front of the South Bay Galleria. And I don't remember what so, number. N- number it was. two went up and down uh, uh, Sunset. Okay. So number two and number three, and it was mostly number two that I'll take you to, a, to oh, all the different ones. All right. <clears throat> was that Torrance Transit or was that. That um, was a, a RTD. RTD. All right. Yeah. Yeah, because we uh, took the 60 from on Pacific. We took the 60 to downtown LA off of uh, First, I think. Right. And then fucking hop on number two. All right. Yeah, I have some stories <laughs> of that shit too, dude, but that's for right. another day. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, but had to, you know, being a little kid, hadn't find a ride to shows yeah. and whatnot. Um, so backyard parties were much more fun and mm-hmm. much more easy to go to. Yeah. Um, but you always, I always picked a friend who was driving mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. And, and so it was easy to get to shows too. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, one of the first shows that I went to, one of the first clubs I ever used to go to was called the Vex. It was in East LA on, so- on Soto street. Huh. And I was. Soto and what? Oh, I don't remember. By the Pioneer Chicken? I, I don't huh. remember. Yeah, I don't even... I the was, name sounds familiar because I remember seeing something about it. Right. I think it was 11th and Soto. Okay. There was like an alleyway. Um, There was an alleyway. It was a dirt parking lot. And um, yeah, I have... Uh, I remember meeting Frank Discussion. Huh. Um, It was like one of the first clubs, that, I mean, right when uh, I got into it, that yeah. I was go to. And uh, Frank Discussion was the singer for a band called The Feeders. Okay. 
and they had the song Jesus Entering from the Rear and, <laughs> and a whole bunch of songs um, that it was just, and I remember talking to him and he got kicked out of Arizona and caught a ride with JFA and he, they were going with, oh, JFA shit. was on tour and so they were going up to San Francisco and he yeah. was getting a ride with them up to San Francisco. No shit, but he held a contest on why I hate my school the most or something like that. <laughs> An essay contest for kids uh, and stuff, and so he was he was kicked out, you know, kicked out of Arizona, forced to leave Arizona, and you know. fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, he was. <laughs> but I remember that was my first memory of being at the Vex was meeting this guy, uh, and yeah, yeah. Cause I remember it um, across from the Sears building. Um, there's a there's a alleyway, Eleventh Street. It looks like an alleyway, but it's like a business district. And I remember seeing the a club. It's like the first intersection. That they used to tell me that used to be a fucking punk club. Oh wow! So I think that's the same place. Okay. And if you go further up, that was Bill Sherman's fucking. I used to go buy my baseball supplies there, dude. All right. <laughs> and then <laughs> nowadays, there's a taco stand right in front of that. All right. Potential old club. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was. I was probably twelve, no if shit, not, dude. you know, thirteen. Huh, and, uh, yeah. There's. I mean, that's what I liked about that music is you can fucking find it anywhere. You know. Right. It, there's like. There's only certain places for a certain style. Like you, you don't find too many metal clubs outside of Hollywood, right? You know, and if you do find them, they're weird, and you know you don't want to go. Um, I mean, like Showcase Theater, nothing against them, but fuck, that was a dangerous that's fucking place. Oh yeah, Ezat Ezat owned the Showcase, mm-hmm. and he had a couple other clubs as well. You know, back before before the Showcase, but yeah. Izat was an Egyptian dude, just the most jolly. <laughs> I, re- I remember I was shooting a show at the Gallant. Well, it was, uh, oh, what's it? Um, in Fullerton. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be called the Galaxy. Okay. And uh, I remember contacting, I was supposed to shoot this show. It was Addicts in the Misfits. No. Um, and I had to call, and I, like, the girl. One of his secretaries, he got me on the list, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, if you don't see him, you know, call me, and then I'll I'll get a hold yeah. of him." And uh, she's like, "I didn't know what he looked like," and she said, "He's just some jolly old Egyptian dude." Uh-huh. I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> and uh, I I remember meeting him at, at he got me in that show, uh-huh. and I remember meeting him, and then I started shooting shows at the showcase, yeah. And stuff, and uh, that was he was he was the most happy little. Oh, I shit, mean, dude. he was he was a jolly little Egyptian dude. He really was. <laughs> but uh, like hard to miss. Yeah, really. <laughs> he was, but yeah, he he was a really really cool. Mm-hmm. Showcase theater was really fun yeah. to shoot. I remember, dude. I went there twice. I fuck, I can't remember who else I saw there. Just DRI was like the big band, right? Um, and this is right after their um, Full Speed Ahead album. Wow. So, I did. I seen DRI. Fuck. The Whiskey, the Roxy, fucking... I think every big venue in, in SoCal, I've seen them. Um, like the the gla- Gas Lamp okay. right here in Long Beach. I saw them there not oh, too wow. long ago. That's the last oh. time I saw them, actually. Wow. okay. Um, dude, I saw them at the fucking Key Club in Hollywood. Yeah, that was a fun place, too. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I got so fucking wasted there. And this is, <laughs> this is early 2000s, man. Right. And, dude, I just... Getting back home was a fucking mission because trying to get a cab, completely right. drunk off Jack Daniels. I met uh, the the singer Kurt, Kirk Brech. I fucking, it was so, my biggest, one of my biggest poser moments was 
I'm at the merch at the merch fucking booth. Mm-hmm. I bought a shirt, some stickers, and I I've always been a fan of him because you know he was he, he writes books. He's a fucking writer, right? And I always wanted to read the 30 day diet diarrhea plan, <laughs> and fucking I picked it up. I'm like, holy shit, dude! Fucking they have it here, and I bought it. It was 15 bucks, and I still remember that even though I was completely fucking hammered. Right. But I'm like, man, I would fucking love to meet the singer and have him autograph this shit, and. He looks up and he just smiles and doesn't say <laughs> shit, right? And just charges me and I walk away. I get in a fucking cab. I only had a hundred bucks on uh, cash on me, and mm-hmm. there's a whole different story behind that. But right. um, when we get in a cab, we're halfway through. I go, man, that was a fucking singer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man, my poser well, fucking you, moment. You realize that after? Yeah. Right? Oh wow. And he didn't say anything. He didn't say shit, dude. Because oh, you know he has the long curly hair and he had a hat on. Right. And on, on stage, he didn't have his hat on, dude. So. It doesn't add up, and I was completely fucking shit faced, dude. Right. But yeah. yeah, it was a poser moment. Yeah. <laughs> the Key Club, that was a fun, fun club to shoot at, too. They had good yeah. lighting. I've only been there for the DRI show. I've never no, been there. I, well, whatever became of it after the Key Club, I went there for a different show. Right. Um, I helped out with uh, some sounds there. That was it. I'm sorry. No, this was way back in the day. It was, it was, uh, it was a house show, house music. All right. I used to work for uh, my friend Billy. And we would do different venues. Like, I would do lighting for him and shit like that. So, none of it was ever the music I liked, but fucking loved watching the women, you know? Right? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. yeah. That was a, the one thing. You don't get to punk rock because of the women. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite club to shoot at that you have that you shot, even nowadays? Uh, well, like, I just started shooting recently. Um, I like Catch One. Um, but... The Regent, mm-hmm. to me, like, I, I loved everything about it. Um, it reminded me of an old movie theater. Uh, the lighting is fucking spot on, man. Right. They do it right. For a photographer, their lighting is up front. Nice. There's no fucking, there's no space where the fucking artist could hide. Right. <laughs> Everything's lit up. Uh, except for the, rear, the very back, the, the show I shot there was a hip-hop show. A bunch of rappers was all coming up front, and dude, my best pictures came out of that. Right. And um, I've been working on my style. Like, you could, like if you see my picture, I'm trying to hopefully get to the level where, hey, I know who took that picture. Right. You know. Um, and I finally, de- I finally developed a style that I really like, and I showcased it for that show. So black and white pictures, but right. every but, I love your black and white work. Oh, man, it's fucking. It took me a long time to get to it, dude. And I didn't want to. When I did get to it, I didn't release it for two years. Right. But what do you call it? I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Um, but that sh- that fucking place, the lighting was spot on. It's more, you know, from the front versus the top. Right. Okay. Other shows you go to, it's always yeah, the it's fucking above. top, yeah. and you got to wait for them to look up or right. or turn to the side lighting or whatever, dude. You know, I, I, that's my favorite place to shoot at. Right. Um, smaller venues, like my account is low light gangster. Mm-hmm. Because I've been shooting at these small places that have the shittiest fucking lighting, right. dude. I mean, and sometimes you gotta wait. You gotta wait for somebody filming on their phone with a fucking flash on <laughs> to get that perfect shot. Exactly. Dude. Yeah. And like one of my friends, one of my friends told me that he goes, "Dude, it's about the lighting, and if you can't get that fucking lighting, you gotta find it somehow." Right. You do. I found it with these people, and I hate people recording at shows, but it worked. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think the, well, CBGB's was, I mean, I had always heard it was just a great club. And, yeah. And when they closed, 
um, the, uh, Haley, I guess, had you know had a bunch of LA bands go out, mm-hmm. Adolescents, Circle yeah. Jerks, Fuck. Um, uh, Forty Five Grave. I was going out with this girl at the time that was friends with with Mary, mm-hmm. uh, Cancer from Forty Five Grave, and Shit. so we we went out there, and I think it was two thousand five. Oh man, and um, and I shot I shot the show. I well, it was over two nights, um, mm-hmm. and that was just I mean those yeah. pictures they sucked. <laughs> You know, because I was just so happy and giddy just to even be there and, yeah. and, and whatnot. Man, that and, happens to me so fucking much, dude, is, uh, like, when I take pictures, I forget, I forget I'm there to take pictures. Right. I get caught up in the moment, dude, and I, I put my camera down, I'm enjoying it, I'm like, oh, yeah! <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I, 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 I take pictures for one show, and I fucking completely missed the main act. <laughs> right? Oh, wow. Right? See? Yeah, that's you know we were we were walking up. My friend let us stay at his apartment, and um, we were it was three blocks away from CBGBs, mm-hmm. and we were walking up. And Mike and Kim from Channel Three were outside, and they're like, "Hey!" And I was wearing my Instigator shirt, and uh-huh. and, uh, and they're like, "Hey, I remember that band." And, you know, they yeah. it was like really cool, and that's my first the first time I ever talked started talking to Mike and Kim and, no shit. and whatnot, and so. Uh, but yeah, it was just it was really cool. They got us in the show. Um, it was a Friday night, and they got us. They walked us in the show mm. and stuff, and it was just so cool. But you know, circle jerks were on stage, Fuck. and like I'm off to the side taking pictures instead yeah. of like being in front, being in the moment. Yeah, you know, it was just I, man, dude, yeah. fucking circle jerks, dude. Like, like even before I I, I liked punk, I liked the punk because mm-hmm. um, circle jerks and uh, Rat Chili Peppers. Came out in a movie called uh, Thrashing. Right. And I love that fucking movie. This is like 86, 87, whatever right. it came out. And not knowing, but that music like, caught on to me. It really caught my attention. But 86, 87, I'm fucking seven, eight years old. I don't know what the fuck is right. going on. Right. But like, I remember uh, Rat Chili Peppers in um, particular. Because they came out like in 91, 92. Right. And I did not know they're the ones that played that fucking black eyed blonde in that movie. All right. So I'm like, holy fuck! I've always liked this fucking music. I just didn't realize it. You wow. Know? I, I didn't. I, I didn't know how to fucking find that shit. Right. It was probably a movie. And I used to watch that movie over and over and over, dude. And then uh, Circle Jerks, uh, they had the song Wild in the Streets. Right. Have you ever seen the movie, dude? The way they fucking in- integrate. That uh, song into that fucking scene, dude. It's fucking great, man. I haven't seen the movie, but yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's, they're getting chased. So there's bad guys are called the daggers, and then there's a good guy, Corey, I think his name was, and he's fucking getting uh, chased through the fucking streets, and like the the beginning of the song, like the the slow tempo part, the wow, that the street, right? You know, he's like walking through, and then the fucking daggers him, like get him, wow, <laughs> <laughs> he fucking winds up the scene, dude. It's, perfect oh, man. right on and, and and i'm really visual when it comes down to music like that like mm-hmm. if i could put a visual to a song that i might not normally like I'm, I'm in love with it dude all right right on and i, I did not know i was gonna fucking end up liking that type of music dude right. and like and then you know i shut down i shut off a lot of other types of music for no fucking good reason other than like i just didn't like the people associated to it right but, but uh, now i'm opening up my fucking ears and my eyes to a lot of that shit at least i'm trying right <laughs> I don't think anything yeah. else we didn't cover. Mm. Anything else you want yeah. to talk about? No, no. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, so I'm. I know I'm just all over the place. And no, it's fine, it's, dude. It's, yeah, you're you're actually talking compared to uh, other people that we've interviewed on the other <laughs> podcast, right? 
But like, yeah, uh, we'll get it rolling because this is only our first one. So it's, it's this is your first time behind the mic. Yeah, it is. I'm just so mic behind the mic for the first time. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's a uh, tempo you got to fucking find, and it's not hard. Right. You're just talking to somebody. Like we got to interview Steve Soto for an adolescence. Right. On on my other podcast, like Lika, and it happened to be one of his last podcasts right. before he passed away, and. Inside, dude, I was real giddy because Adolescence was one of the first fucking cassettes I ever bought. Right. And I was listening to it on the way to work every fucking morning, you know, throughout the fucking 10th, 11th grade. Right. I would listen to that shit over and over. If it wasn't them, it was DRI fucking uh, four of a kind. Right. Just listening to it. So when he when he was at my, he came to my house here. Really? Like, when he walked in, I'm like, fuck, it's fucking Steve Soto, you know? Yeah. All my friends loved the guy, but like, I really fucking love the dude, but I couldn't show it, dude, you know? And I regret it. Right. But... You know, he autographed the shirt for me. He, right he autographed on. my record that I had. Yeah. And I, I still have the CD somewhere. Um, oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, this... Right there, yep. This is the... I had the cassette originally, but this is the, the right. actual CD I bought at uh, Middle Earth Records in Downey. That's right. where I used to get my punk shit. Right. But, yeah, that was it right there, man. Yeah. I've had that shit forever, dude. Yeah, I had that record. And uh, my, my ex-wife actually stole this she gave me three uh, crates of big old records and that lessons were uh, was in there no shit dude. and uh yeah it was uh she stole them out of a truck <laughs> <laughs> but um, good wives man she, she was she was good friends with uh steve no shit, and, dude. Uh, she called him hokey oh and so i remember being i was in the same <laughs> industry i was doing luggage uh, picking up luggage and taking it to cruise ships mm-hmm. And I ran into him at, uh, they had just came back from tour. They were sitting in the United Airlines no terminal. And uh, I was talking to my wife and uh, I seen Steve and I'm like looking at him and I go, Hokey. And he's like looking at me because only, <laughs> only his friend, you know, close friends yeah. or whatever know him as that. And I said, hey, my wife, who's not my ex-wife, mm-hmm. says, hi, Hokey. Uh. And I handed him the phone. Handed, and uh, it was just like, she's like. He was just yeah. It was, it was cool, oh, man. It man. was really, really, really cool. Yeah, when we had him here. I'm like, I'm like listening to him. I'm like, this guy's like a, f- a fucking. Uh, I want. I hate using the word legend, but he's a fucking legend absolutely. amongst that fucking oh, scene, dude. Absolutely. You know, he's he's in charge. He's responsible for a lot of fucking things. You know, fucking Certainly. manic Hispanic. You know, yeah. one of them. Um, I like manic Hispanic growing up, but I kind of I really fucking grown to appreciate what, what they did. Right. Um, I, I didn't realize that stuff back in the day, but um. Agent Orange, you know, right. fucking, I mean, I fucking, I love it, dude. Yeah. But trip out, this is one of the things I do a lot, so I won't waste my fucking CD. Oh, right on. I burn. You burn it. The CDs I listen, this isn't the one I listen to. Right. And then I keep the original CD. I mean, it still looks unplayed. There's scratches on it, but. That's the way to do it. See, I wish I would have done that. I mean. I learned this the hard way, man. Right. Like, I would, uh, I, I, when I had the ability to start burning CDs, I, I just did it. Right. Like, I have. I don't even know if I have, have it on these other ones, you know. My fucking Kaplunk, uh, I never really listened to that much. No. It's a, it's a good album. Well, yeah, it is. It's one of the great albums, I think. I, I seen, I, I ran into to Billy Joe, where we work. Oh, shit. And it was one of my first times being out out on the ramp. Really? So he was like, he was one of the last people getting on the plane. And I go, I go, Billy Joe. And I, he's like, yeah. And I go, hey, man, can I get a picture? Mm-hmm. And... He's like, uh, I'm trying to get on a plane. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, never mind, man. Fucking whatever, fuck you. 
And and he's like, no, no, take your picture. I said, no, man, fuck it. And he's like, no, no, come on, man, come on, come on. And so um, I said, man, just just a quick little story. I took a picture with him, and and I, he took a picture with me. Uh-huh. And um, it was. I said, you know, we played good riddance at my mom's funeral mm-hmm. and my mom really loved you my mom yeah. was seven years old and, oh, shit, and she you know it's just i and you know i always had in my head if i ever ran into any of you guys i would tell you about my mom yeah and, you know we paid the, at the funeral and he's he's like he gave me a hug no shit and he like he was the last person on the plane <laughs> huh. i've heard that he's like uh, generally a fucking nice dude man yeah i've heard that from plenty of people um that one person actually knows he goes dude he's like the kindest fucking guy he's down to earth he doesn't get bothered unless you're like really an asshole and shit, dude. Right. But or you're if you're being an asshole to somebody else, he fucking tells you off, you know. That's right. what I found a CD I've been missing for years. Oh, <laughs> fucking wow. haymaker. All right. It's been missing for years, dude. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah, like um, a lot of people like a lot of people fucking forget that like Green Day paid their fucking dues, man. They played you know fucking all the different clubs. Right. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, I slipped my mind, but the main, the big club in uh, Frisco, right? Nine two four Gelman. Yeah, yeah. They fucking played their doozer. They played a lot of different shows. Right. If you start looking up like Green Day, there's a lot of fucking their shit on video because people knew there's something special there, dude. Right. And like, yeah, you might call them a sellout, or some people do, or if, if they do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what do you call it? Like to me, there's always they've always stuck somewhat to the original sound. They had, and um, they didn't care. They didn't yeah. give a fuck. And you know, after. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm one of the ones that they lost after fucking Dookie and the, the album after that, dude. But right. still, fucking good music to this oh, yeah. day, you know. Yeah, you met my friend Hank. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in a band. He was in Nip Drivers. Mm-hmm. He's been hundreds of bands. But anyways, he um, he was in Nip Drivers, and me and my my friend Dirk and his little sister were up in Seattle, uh-huh. and we were went to go see her gra- for her graduation and college graduation. And we were up there, and we were at a bookstore. Yeah. And um, I f- found a, a 924 Gilman book, and mm. had had all the flyers from shows oh, shit, dude. and stuff. And so I'm like looking at it, and said, "If drivers played with Green Day, uh. and, and they were on the same bill." And so I called my friend, <laughs> friend Hank. It's like, "Hey, do you remember this? You played Gilman Street?" And he's like, "Oh fuck, man, I remember that." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, Mike, the singer." For Nip Drivers, he's like, yeah, that wasn't a good show. Oh, dude. <laughs> but he remembered it, and it was just being in Seattle and seeing this book and calling mm-hmm. Hank, and it was just really yeah, cool. Yeah, man, I, I can like, imagine, dude. I've heard a lot of stories about that fucking place, or, or i not heard, but I've li- you know watched a lot of videos on yeah. that place, and it's all over on YouTube, like all the yeah. different shit that went on. Like, we went to go see Slayer in Oakland, or no, Frisco, and nothing against Frisco, but some of the fucking stinkiest fucking oh, crowds, man. Yeah. Dude, it smelled like fucking armpit. Not even put like over here, it's armpit and patchouli oil. Right. Oh, they're just straight armpit, armpit and alcohol. You know, right. <laughs> weed. That's all I remember. Like yeah. from the Slayer show, like we're like, fuck, dude. <laughs> These guys are in front of me, fucking flames. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. bad down here too, but that takes a fucking cake, man. That that club was a lot of fun to shoot too. My friend instigator, I went on went up with instigator up to 924 mm-hmm. gilman and they played oakland and uh berkeley and it was really cool that was a really fun yeah i gotta show you those those pictures sometime. yeah i gotta see them that was it was really really cool yeah see like i want to shoot more but it's just fucking like my my normal you know fucking nine to five right fucking kills it for me oh, um, yeah. and when i do go shoot dude i fucking love the experience you know i i hate the editing but right it has to be fucking done um, and I want to get it out, like, right then and there, dude. Right. You know, fucking, I just want to do it more. 
But yeah. what's it's, going on right now? Do, yeah. <laughs> but what's going on right now? Who knows how it's gonna fucking be, dude? Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> I got invited to. Uh, if I wasn't working, I would have done it. Fucking no problem. But I was working. I got invited to take pictures of a online concert. Oh wow! So it was like a, a live video, right? Online of a show. I don't know how I feel about it because to me, shows the fucking crowd makes the show, dude. Was it a few weeks ago? Uh, two weeks ago. Um, was it Shatter Faith? No, no, no. Oh, it's actually right. one of my friends. Uh, All right. My friends. Uh, uh, dude, I got yeah, it. watching an online concert. Um, it was just like, and they're like, I mean, Spencer from Shatter Faith was like, yeah, no one's here. No one's supposed to be here, so no one's here, and you hear everybody clapping. <laughs> you know, social distance, social distance, and. It's not the same, you know, man. It's I not mean, not at all. I mean, it's cool that people are doing it. Like TSOL is playing this weekend mm-hmm. um, from Vegas. Yeah, and uh, I, Jack did a little Facebook post this morning. The singer for TSOL. I saw you. I saw you're going to uh, punk rock bowling. I'm. I I was going to punk rock bowling. Um, uh, just to see the Circle Jerks. Circle Jerks hasn't played in Mm-mm. ten years or however. Yeah. And um, so I wanted to go. I I plan on going to Rebellion in England. Mm-hmm. And got my tickets, uh, what, last, I mean, would have been almost a year ago. Yeah. I um, planned on going and bought my plane tickets and bought bought the concert ticket and whatnot. And then now we can't go and stuff. But Circle Jerks were announced to play Rebellion after um, after the Punk Rock Bowling was announced. And so I went and oh, bought shit. my Punk Rock Bowling ticket because, yeah. you know. And that's cool because you get, you get so many bands you know, not in one venue, but in a fucking general area, dude. Because right. it's not just the the punk rock bowling, but there's other shit going on, right. dude. Yeah. See, like I haven't been out there yet for that. I want right. to go, but every fucking time I gotta work, man. Right. Yep. Fuck yeah. being old and an adult, you know. <laughs> like there's certain times I can't take out, there's other times I can't, dude. Uh, and that band's name was Courage, you bastards. Oh, okay. my friend's band. Right. But uh, yeah, like I always want to fucking go, but like I'm not a fan of festivals. Um, yeah. Like, I love them, but I'm not a fan of going there to take pictures, dude, because yeah. you just fucking never know, dude. Like, I've already already busted a lens at a show before. And oh, yeah. I did not. It was a $700 mistake. Wow. You know, wow. To get it fixed. Yeah. And it was my, and I dropped it again fucking last week. Man. Oh, shit. So it works, but it doesn't fucking extend, dude. Oh, fuck. So I'm like, it's going to work that the way. The same one you got fixed. Yeah. Oh, man. Then I, I have a second one I fucked up. I remember when you got it fixed. Yeah. Wow. Dude, that was the wow. loudest sound that fucking night, dude. Wow. Fucking everybody turned like, ooh, that sounded expensive. I'm like, ah. <laughs> when I got it, yeah. kind of fucking expand like, ah, fuck, right. here we go, dude. But yeah, it's fucking, uh, yeah, I just, I fucking, I, I don't know what's going to happen with this shit, dude, but I hope mm-hmm. it fucking, it, it, I hope these smaller venues come back, you I know. So. Uh, like, I would love to fucking see a lot of these big bands in small fucking places, dude. Right. Like, I love the big shows, don't get me fucking wrong, dude, but. To me, it's always that little space when they right. play that that's more intimate, and to me, it's just those have always been the fucking more memorable shows. Yeah, that I can remember. Like I, I like when punk rock bowling happens. All the all the bands play little clubs around here. Yeah, like you know at Catch One mm-hmm. uh, Conflict played. Yep, yep. And um, yeah, that was uh, I want I was supposed to go to that uh. show and I didn't. And um, but yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that was a bummer. Um, yeah, dude. But yeah, it's I, I like how all the bands play. Like I got I got tickets for for Anti Nor League uh-huh. who were supposed to come over and they're playing punk and polling, but so they were plus, supposed to play the region. Yeah, and that got canceled. 
and everything's been canceled now. So, but it's just like trying to get your money back from those tickets oh, that you dude. bought is just fucked. I remember <laughs> earlier this year, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a fucking a big effort to go to more shows, right? <laughs> and then fucking life, fuck you, dude. <laughs> like I even changed my schedule to fucking get off at, right? at eight o'clock so I can go to the more of these fucking shows, and take pictures, but right? Fucking life has its way to fucking putting this fucking converse up my ass, you know? Right? No, seriously, yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking trip. But, you know, as we go on more podcasts, we'll fucking, uh, we'll talk about more of these fucking right. things. Right. And hopefully we'll bring you more, uh, we'll bring you more guests. Um, you know, it's going to, it's going to fucking be good, I, I believe. Right. I think so. You know? I and, think uh, so. We're, we're, I'm still waiting for the intro song that my friend's supposed to make for me. Oh, right on. And uh, we'll put that out probably on the next one. <laughs> right. Cool. Right. But, uh, yeah. So, this was fun, man. This yeah. was really fun. It's different. Yeah. Once you warm up to it, it's like you fucking like you could flow more. Yeah, I was so nervous and just. I like, know. That's why I was trying to get you relaxed. You like you're, you're fine, dude. And right. like you don't drink, so yeah. I can't tell you like yeah, get drunk, dude. Right. That's my way to fucking relax. <laughs> like I'm gonna drink a beer after this. Right. Like I don't want to fucking drink a beer right now because it fucking had the most wonderful fucking cheesecake. But All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for coming down. Oh, of dude. course. Yeah. We'll fucking put out more as we go. This is gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Thank you, man. All right. Thank All right, you. guys. All right. Suck it. Yep. <laughs>